0: The countdown Four, three, two, one. This is Rachel and welcome to the podcast version of Competition Countdown. Welcome back. It's, this is Rachel and I am so excited to be sitting down with Farsha from Hum Acapella out of UT Austin. They're a South Asian fusion a cappella team, and they use only their voices, as you can imagine for an a cappella group, to create a blend of South Asian and American musical culture. Since their founding in 2001, making them the first group in their of their kind in the South, HUM has evolved into a group of diverse vocalists who love to share their love of music through performance, competitions, and studio album recordings. They will be competing in the A3 finals on April 16th, and I am so thrilled to welcome Varsha. Hey, how are you doing? Good, hi, Rachel, I'm doing great. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. So excited, yeah. Same, and I'd just love to start off saying congratulations. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Sure, so I'd love to start off as a group that regularly competes in this circuit. How has it been for you, you know, last year with a virtual environment and, you know, sort of a a restricted kind of um, practice? and rehearsal opportunities to now when things have opened up a bit?
1: Yeah. So we like to look at everything with an optimistic lens and look at everything as an opportunity. So these past couple of years were definitely a challenge, but taught us a lot about our group, how we work, um, and how we can optimize the situation. Um, so Again, COVID was a great learning experience for us, but we were very, very excited to know that um, the circuit was going to be back in person this year. Um, So yeah, personally, I'm a senior and have only gotten to compete my freshman and half my sophomore year. So it was great to be able to kind of end it with a bang this year. Um, So we're really looking forward to A3 for sure. That's
0: awesome. I wonder, what was it like for you this year as you as you decided upon
1: and then ultimately have been practicing your set? How our arrangements work is essentially we have our musical director, um, Aditya Chanengad, and he kind of picks and places different songs that he likes in his mind and kind of collaborates with the team as a whole. And based on those three arrangements, we try to find a common theme within those. Um, So we always say music comes first and then comes visuals and theme and choreo because we really want to make sure that we're passionate about the music that we produce and the music that we put out. um, And that is our top priority. So that's kind of how our arrangements were inspired. um, And our set was also inspired off of those arrangements, yeah.
0: Do you feel like the last two years had an impact on the message that you wanted to share with people?
1: Yeah, for sure. It was definitely harder to portray that message virtually. Uh, We did try our best um, and we did put out like a music video last year for A3, Um, but it is definitely a different type of message in the way that when it's virtual, the person can look at it as many times as they want um, and that message can mean different things through each time that they look at it. Uh, But when it's in person, which is what I prefer, is it's just that one moment that you have. And it's as much as the audience member takes from that one moment. So that's why I feel like an in-person performance is definitely more powerful because there's more thought put into it because it's also more important, right? It's that one moment versus replaying that one moment for years on end. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Are you, I, I can only imagine how excited you are to have an opportunity to, to see some of these teams in person after years. Are there teams in particular that you're excited to have an opportunity to, to get to know?
1: Yeah. Everyone that's coming to A3 is beyond talented. Um, and there's friendships that we have with a lot of these teams that are so beautiful, and we we all connect over social media. A lot of us connected last year through the pandemic, and it was the first time we were seeing each other in person. Um, So it's just been a real blessing to see all these amazing teams from all around the country perform in person.
0: Yeah. I imagine also that you had to shift your process in your preparation process for an in-person competition versus a virtual competition. Can you talk a little bit about some of the changes
1: that you had to make? We had said earlier a lot of our team was taken on during COVID, and a lot of our old team left. Um, so there was a huge relearning process. Uh, there was about a handful of us that were pre-COVID to kind of now, and so we really had to mentor and you know find the best way to have our new team members acclimate from a very COVID life to a very like in-person life because I feel like COVID made us a little lazy as far as the acapella world goes because we were doing acapella over Zoom for a couple years and it's definitely different to do it in person and takes a lot more energy for sure. Um, but yeah, it's been a great transition and everyone on the team really, really takes initiative and has really been taking and mentoring the newbies. Um so it's, it's been a pretty seamless transition for us. Yeah. That's awesome. One of those elements that is, I imagine,
0: drastically impacted is is choreography in that, you know, choreographing Zoom boxes or, or a video is very different than a choreographing a set on stage. How did you decide what you wanted to do this year now that you have perhaps more freedom? <laughs> Right, right. This year, I'm
1: actually a choreography director. So I was also choreography director last year, and it was a very different job. But this year, it's been really great. It works in the same process as our arrangements. So essentially, the director will kind of lay out a plan, um, and then we'll meet with the team, kind of get their opinion on what they like, or if they have any ideas um, to change, or et cetera. Et cetera. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how it works. And then we drill our choreo for hours on end. But it's it's been great. It's been great. Yeah.
0: Wonderful. You know, something you mentioned earlier that I want to bring back is uh, you said you're a senior, which means fingers crossed, hopefully, at least for your parents' budget, that you'll be graduating this year. <laughs> um, and I, I wonder, you know, as you move on and away from your time at home, you'll come back and I wonder what you hope to see the group doing and how they might grow
1: in the years after your time there. Sure, yeah. I think the biggest thing is to see all of those people that are younger than me and the newbies, the freshmen, the sophomores, the juniors, everybody kind of flourish and take on leadership roles and kind of see them grow uh, because. HUM personally has really allowed me to grow as an individual and I can see it happening for my friends and my peers. Um, so I really hope to come back in a couple of years and kind of see their own take um, and how they lead the team. It'll be very, very interesting. But I'll tell you one thing, Rachel, there's some things that just don't change <laughs> that we've just been keeping for the past like 10 years. So we actually had our founder um, come visit us last year. And she's like, a lot of the ways that you guys are doing things, it's, it's the same way. And that's the beauty of it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Outside of winning the whole shebang, which I imagine would be so rewarding, that, there, that you have other goals that you hope to achieve as part of this
1: competition. Could you share what some of those might be? Yeah, I think the fact that we've all gotten here so far is an accomplishment, and I couldn't be more proud of everyone on the team. Um, But every competition that we go to is an awesome memory that we can hold forever, and we always come out of the competition closer than when we started and so it's honestly every event um, that's part of the competition from mixer to tech time to walking to the performance walking back from the performance the after party so the performance is a big deal but everything else that's also associated with it kind of makes it an awesome experience yeah you know the the competition does not occur at the very
0: end of your school year you still have a little bit of time in between the finals and when school ends and i wonder what hum is doing in that time until the year ends.
1: Yeah, so we are actually releasing an album very, very soon. So that will be releasing right after A3. So we're super excited about that. That was our little COVID project. And then in addition to that, we are having an end of year concert. It'll be kind of at the beginning of May. And that's kind of a time for us to showcase all of our music that we've worked on this year, but then also music from the past and also allow us to be more inventive and put out some new arrangement ideas. And it's a really great time to have family and friends watch and really makes us feel like our hard work paid off. Well, it is so clear. Absolutely.
0: And it is so clear that your hard work has paid off in the achievements that you've had this year. So thank you so much for talking to us. And congratulations yet again. Thank you so much, Rachel. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. That was Hama Capella. And that was Varsha. And we'll be hearing a tune from the group right now. Here they are. That's it for this week's edition of Competition Countdown. Tune in again next week for all the latest in acapella competition news, only on Acaville Radio.
1: The count goes on. Four, three, two, one.